Hello and welcome to the Borderlandia podcast. I am your host, as always, Kevin Laredo, with my co-host, Valerie Gonzalez, and with our lovely guest today. I'm Marcela Uribe. Ooh. So uh, we've had you before on the podcast. We've had you on the Veggie Fiesta. You gave us your little uh, little tidbits about the about the event and basically uh, kind of your what's the right word? Un- not underwriting, but your works, the underworks of what you did basically to make kind of the event happen a little bit more as well as just, you know, your contributions to just other events all in Laredo. So for this episode, we want to go into that more as to uh, the next event that's actually coming up that we're kind of promoting here, which is the Jambuzi. Is it just Jambuzi Fest or is it Jambuzi? Well, it is the <clears throat> official title would be Weta Jambuzi 2023 mm-hmm. celebration of Tejano Heritage. No, Tejano Heritage celebration. That's our official title. Okay. Let me say it again. <laughs> A little mouthful. Yes. <laughs> Is the Weta Jambuzi 2023 Tejano Heritage celebration. That's the, mm-hmm. the actual title for this particular Jambuzi because Jambuzi has morphed through the years and we are kind of kicking and starting a new chapter okay so yeah so for the listeners Dr. Riva that don't know Jambuzi. ¿Qué palabra, verdad, Jambuzi? I was trying to find a definition for Jambuzi. And there's no. <laughs> there's no. There's no definition. No, no hay. No, I think no hay it's, nada. Pero como que fiestezón. Yes, it's a mashup. <laughs> I think people. So, okay, so let me tell you the first thing that I learned when I took my position as uh, executive director of Laredo Main Street is that Jambuzi was before Laredo Main Street. So Jambusi was the event that created the organization because they wanted to bring people downtown and they wanted to have a concert downtown. So people would go back to the streets, mm-hmm. look at the, his- at the history, look at the architecture, get familiar with the downtown area and have fun. Right? That, that's what actually created Jambuzi. So what Main Street is set out to do, right? Yes, exactly. Revitalize and exactly. showcase downtown. Exactly. Oh. So, yes, Jambuzi was kind of like the, oh, let's, let's get together. Let's do this because we want people to come back to downtown. Yeah. And we want to revitalize downtown. And that's how Jambuzi was created. At that time, they thought would be a great idea to have some kind of carnival celebration festival, something kind of um, New Orleans type of fest. Mm-hmm. And that's wh- how the colors and the image of the whole Jambusi got created. And then the word, the Jambusi, was a, a mix. Uh-huh. Like the jam, the jams... The booze. The booze. And the E. <laughs> yes, and the E. <laughs> well, that's interesting. Why do you think, or is there a reason why they went with the New Orleans theme, the Mardi Gras theme? 
I don't, I just believe that it was this sense of coming downtown and bringing the community with it. That was the idea because that's oh. the celebration also Mardi Gras in New Orleans. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Like bring people to, like just bring people together, just have the community celebrate, just bring our, um, I don't know, whatever we are and have fun. And that was the idea of Jambuzi. Okay. It kind that of also sense. gives me like, because I, I always see events like this in Laredo and I always feel like it's not somewhat out of place because Laredo itself is a really interesting melting pot as it is already, mm -hmm. despite being like predominantly like Mexican, right? And yes. Mexican American. But like there's a lot of stuff and a lot of people who cross here, mm -hmm. uh, which surprisingly enough, a lot of people don't might not know. It's not just Mexicans crossing Laredo. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, we, Support. Yeah. And from my experience, because I've I've helped out a little bit like on the border, just documenting a few things for a show once. And I've seen multiple people, like yeah. a lot of people. We even saw a French like person like be crossing from yeah. Mexico. And we're like, why are you crossing through Laredo? And he's just like, oh, it's just I need to catch a flight. And the only place I could get it was in Laredo. And I was like, okay. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's interesting. So I think it's like, interesting to see Jambuzi with that aesthetic like you mentioned the New yeah. Orleans type of thing and personally I feel I feel like it's not really like out of place almost it's definitely a nice homage to it I guess you could say yes to to be like and, and throwing that in there and one thing that is something that people don't know and it's a historical fact is that they're like when before we were part of the U.S. You know, we were part of Mexico. And there was a trail from, I believe, Monterrey or around that area that went all the way up to New Orleans. And that's called El Camino de los Tejas. Uh-huh. Wow. Yes. It's so, blowing my mind right now. Yes. <laughs> so Laredo was part of that Camino. So we actually end up, <laughs> right? We ended up at some point in New Orleans. Oh. So we do have a connection with New Orleans. It's just that we don't <laughs> think about it. That's so cool. With the I mean, I guess it also, <laughs> I'm like now that I'm it thinking up, about yeah, it, yeah. the streets <laughs> being closed and having concerts down there kind of makes sense. I guess kind of like Mardi Gras, you're walking the streets, you're in that community, you're just celebrating. Okay. Okay, and Weta has always been the main sponsor for this? Uh, Weta has been for the last 10 years or 15 years, I believe. But yes, mm. they've been a, a, a huge supporter, sponsor. a sponsor, name sponsor of Jambuzi for many, many years. Many, and for those years. of you that don't know what Weta is, it is a duty-free shop that I think is along the border. I've seen it in Brownsville. Yes. yes. And I've seen it here. Yes. So... Definitely. And this year they're celebrating their 50, aniver 50 year anniversary. Mm. And one of the things that really, I really liked about um, my position is that I get to talk with a lot of people that normally I wouldn't talk with. Right. So one of these people is one of the main uh, like general managers from Weta. And he was saying that, I mean, the store or the duty freeze, they actually 
have or they survive because of the Mexican uh, tourists and they come here. So he was so grateful that now we have the bridges open again, that COVID has ended because now people are coming back to shop and they have made their living out of these people, right? Of shopping. Out of the import-export. Yes, Mm -hmm. uh, yes. And people from Mexico actually taking their products to Mexico and getting all kinds of goods, right? Because they sell perfumes, they sell alcohol, they sell cigars, they sell super nice uh, sunglasses (laughs) (laughs) that I love. (laughs) And I mean, they sell a lot of of things that are um, like people would buy in their stores and Perfumes, finer goods. Mainly. Yes, finer goods, exactly. Mm. Yes. Very, very cool. And so, Kevin, you said you were looking something up about. Lola oh, I was just looking up the, the trail that she was talking <laughs> oh, the about. Trail. Yeah, it was so what else did you find on I think it? It's Sorry, like, I'm just curious. That's so interesting. I bet if, if any of our listeners have heard about that, I mean, kudos to you. You had amazing history teachers because this is the first I'm hearing about this. Yeah, I see like there's multiple like openings to it, but definitely it's uh, you see Laredo, wow. Via de Dolores, mm-hmm. uh, Guerrero, and it just goes up to San Antonio, New Braunfels, Gilead. Uh, it's like, a little blurry, but it's just, like I think it's Curo or Cuerco. Cuero. 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 And hitting Brian up to <gasps> All Alto. the way up there. Yeah. Yes. Oh, well, it's going it to yeah, stretches off. over. It's basically like three of them, and then it just splits into four, and then it all just comes back to one, hitting ultimately wow. San Agustin and then Nacogdoches. Oh, wow. wow. It hit Nacogdoches? That's quiet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't so mean to stray. It was yeah, just yeah, yeah. El Camino such an interesting Real de los fact. Texas. Something like that was yeah. the name. Real de los Texas. Yeah. Very cool. And that's the thing, right? Like Mexico and the U.S., all this time, we have a shared history. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, because we see ourselves as two nations, we don't think about all the connections that were within those two nations. Mm-hmm. So I always try to bring this history, as I was some time a history person, um, <laughs> to the to the front of our memory. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Because these connections have been for centuries is that we don't think about them. And then when we have these discourses on top of our history saying, no, we're two nations, we need to separate, we need this border wall, we need this separation, it's not true, right? It's not true. We have Mm -hmm. a huge history behind us, and we forget. That's so true, and I love that you always share this information with us because you're essentially our storyteller. You know, you've been able to gather and learn this you know, facts and knowledge and history of our of our culture and sharing it with us is so special. And that's why we always enjoy talking to you because you have all this wealth of knowledge that, you know, without you, like I said, my I think my history teachers did the best they could. Shout out to public school. But I know some of this information escapes based on what the state standardizes. Oh, so I was know, about to say that. A, and a lesson it also, plan. it's also not only because of the lessons plans they have, but legally some they're just not able yes, to right. teach certain things. Yes. That it's, part. Which is insane to me when I found that out. <laughs> yes. I like it so it's very cool. And that's why we love, you know, to highlight this history on the podcast. And hopefully the listeners that possibly also didn't know this learn that tonight. 
Honestly, that'd be on this interesting, episode. like, little segment, too. Today in history. <laughs> Today in Texas history. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so that was the, that's a little bit of the history of Jambuzi. That Gueta mm-hmm. has been a name sponsor for many, many years. Uh, they have always supported the, the or like, our organization, of course, and the the, the music festival, and it's very important that people know that it is about music. It is about bringing the community together. It is about downtown, like people getting to know our downtown area. Again, there's a lot of history in our downtown area. There's mm-hmm. a lot of like beautiful architecture in our downtown area. So just for people to come and learn about this and have fun, right? That that was the the origin of Jambuzi. And also uh, for many, many years, right, it has morphed into different things. And I've been reading this Facebook uh, comments, like it used to be a jazz festival or you're always doing, or now you're having Tejano, where are the rock bands or... You used to do eight blocks downtown Laredo, and now you are only doing one block. And I'm thinking, that's true, right? Mm-hmm. But life changes. <laughs> like, life changes. <laughs> like, we change. Life changes. Like, all everybody changes. So, Jambuzi is going to change. And we have different people with different opinions, with different takes about Jambuzi and we just do the best that we can, (laughs) right? Mm But I think that just trying to um, kind of like, I don't know, um, queremos encerrarlo en una idea. And I think that's not what it is. I think Jambuzi is a living creature itself. And I think we need to honor that. As well. Let it evolve on its own. Just like the community, though, that's a really good point because to to that is how we're growing mm-hmm. and how we're all changing and how maybe what worked once isn't necessarily what's working now. And a point to mention is that, you know, the pandemic really affected what Laredo Main Street had and was. And with that comes a lot of pulling back mm-hmm. of what used to be, right? Right. Which Ex- we've learned. It's Ex- growing exactly. pains, to be honest. And, I, and I'm pretty sure the based on the comments, um, a lot of Laredoans are feeling those growing pains, uh, especially, which is ironic because you're talking about downsizing the event itself, but still having a nice a new twist to it to make it more interesting. It sounds more intentional. And I really 100%. like the fact that we're highlighting the the Hano part, going back to what we've mm-hmm. been saying. It's like, mm-hmm. it, why are we, I mean, not that there's anything, like you said, the connections are there. Um, the connections are there between different cultures in Laredo, but I think that we lose sight of what our own culture is and how we should embrace it and celebrate it as, you know, mixed as it is, as fusion as it is, the Tex and the Mex. (laughs) 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 What that really is to us. And it's Tejano music and not letting that die. And I remember listening to a podcast about Selena and how when Selena was, you know, doing the damn thing, they opened up a special category for her in the Grammys. Mm -hmm. But now that she's not here with us, um, because there's no artist that's sort of doing the same kind of sound as her, Mm. they've completely diminished that category. And instead of going from like, I think five or seven was the number in between that range. 
they've taken it down to one award for Latin artists. And it's just that part. It's because we forget to honor our culture or, you know, it, it gets pushed aside because other things are prioritized and that sucks. Yes, definitely. And I, and I, I like what you're saying, right? Like that's also one of the things that we thought through when we were thinking about doing Jambuzi, right? Who we are and what is our heritage and celebrating what we embrace as a community, very important. And also at the same time, Jambuzi has been a stage for many, many people in the in the community. One of the things that I heard and it's like, oh, I'm crying here, is people saying, oh my gosh, my band used to, to play at Jambuzi, mm-hmm. right? And I heard this so many times and I feel, oh my gosh, that, that's so important because this festival grow, grew, like people grew grew up with this festival and they had this rite of passage at Jambuzi. So we do have the, the, the heritage, which is the Tejano piece, but also having the new bands that are going to be present is part of that um, legacy that Jambuzi has, right? Like we're going to have Apollo 11. They're super young. <laughs> They're, we're going to have uh, Honey Rod. Yeah. They're also Shout super. out Honey Rod. <laughs> yeah. Like they are super young. And this is a stage for them, right? Where when when they can have a big crowd to actually come and listen to them. Yeah, that's awesome. That is so cool. If you haven't heard any of those bands, highly recommend them. Um Especially Honey Rod. Shout out to Honey Rod. <laughs> I love you, George. Love you, George. <laughs> Chivato. Yeah. Oh, Chivato. Chivato. Yeah. True. And so many Los cool Camaradas. So yeah. good. They're, they're, the music, their sound. I've caught is... them at Saludos and it's very, it's fun. I like it. And yeah. just again, going back to highlighting our culture and the people in our backyard, the people that, you know, are our neighbors and our everyday folks down here in Laredo. So I'm excited for this Jambuzi. Um, desde chiquita yo recuerdo, I remember the festival, you know, my parents would go, it was a yearly thing. And I always had so much like envy, FOMO, because mm-hmm. I would see them leave and then they'd come back with all these beads and with all these little cups and, you know, the freebies, the goodies. Yeah. So yo siempre con ganas quería ir. I'm like, yo quiero, I can't wait. Like you said, the rite of passage almost, even as yeah. a kid where I'm like, I want to go there one day. Yes. <laughs> and then I got to go once as an adult where it did also downsize instead of the eight blocks. I think it was like the four, that placita area. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was smaller stages, but it was still a cool experience to be out there and walk the streets and just be part of that experience. So for the listeners that haven't been able to experience that, please come out. It's going to be a great time. We'll mm-hmm. also be out there getting people's perspective and just checking out all the different fun. There's going to be food vendors, but I'll let Dr. Uribe guide us into that part. Yeah. <laughs> well, real quick, actually just want to throw out the lineup here. We oh, got, thank you. We got Ram Herrera, Jaime de Anda. Ooh. Uh, then we got uh, Stef- Stefani, 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 Stefani uh, Montiel, mm-hmm. uh, Los Camaradas, Apollo Eleven, Honey Rod, Dos Leones, a banger of a group that's been here locally mm-hmm. for a long time, mm-hmm. and they have traveled to, like multiple other places. They have banger music, is what I'm saying. And then we got, of course, uh, uh, oh, it's a little pixelated, but Chiv- you just said it a while ago, Chivato, Chivato. Chivato. Is that what it says? Oh yeah, <laughs> but yeah, uh, but yes, and it's. 
such a good lineup, to be honest. And it's very nice people that I know myself. So it's very nice to see familiar faces uh, getting their art out there, to be honest with you. Exactly. And that's another thing that really excites me. Ram Herrera is a legend in Tejano music. Mm -hmm. Jaime de yeah. Anda is a legend in Tejano music. Stephanie Montiel, she's celebrating 30 years in Tejano music. So people that are like really core Tejanos are coming. And mm -hmm. um, we're excited and to have some that. of the younger people don't know that, which right. is insane <laughs> to me. Because like I told my parents, they're like, what do you mean they're coming here? I'm like, yeah, bro. Like, <laughs> they're like staples and like Saturday get yeah. your ticket Kyle. <laughs> Kyle, yes Kyle, Kyle. for sure yes so yeah so I said that and my parents were like oh it's like oh snap for real and then and then my my youngest brother being a person that was born in 2000 of course <laughs> was just like who and I was, who was like <laughs> Apollo 11 yeah they're my friend. <laughs> yeah for sure let's let's go there yeah <laughs> so it's something for everybody Sure. Right, we, we want to bring something for everybody. We want everybody to to hear the the oldies but goodies Tejano, and then we have the new bands, the people that are um, that they have somehow a career already, but also new faces and that they bring different things to the to the table. So I mean, it was it was thought through. We are overwhelmed also by the amount of people that sent us a demo, that sent us a video, that sent us uh, a, oh my gosh, I had a Tejano band, I would love to be a Jambusi. Uh, to be honest, we were not expecting any of this, none of this. And I felt so bad because we couldn't accommodate everybody. So I think that there's a lot of potential mm -hmm. <laughs> for having more of a, like a committee coming together, getting the artists, let's say in October, having call for artists mm -hmm. at this time. And then we look at your demos and then we have our lineup. I think there's a lot of potential for that. And a I nice think, little Laredo's Got Talent type of, yeah. type of show. Yeah, exactly, that. exactly. <laughs> yes, I, I would love to do that. I mean, of course, that takes a lot of time and planning. And, right. mm -hmm. and Marcela, sure. you have other things to do. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that would be so much fun. Too. <laughs> and it would be more democratic, which I think that's important. And that's why a lot of people complain and don't like about how things are run in the city because we don't have democratic processes in, in place. Right, right. So I think that would be a little bit more democratic. We have a, a panel of whomever experts or whomever wants to be there or, you know, and then we choose a lineup and say, okay, this is for everybody. Yeah. Right. So, I mean. Future plans, potential. Potential. Events. So much potential because I know a lot of. I know a couple of people who who did submit that were asking if uh, if I knew anyone that was part of like the Jambuzi stuff. I'm like, I'm not gonna try to pull strings. <laughs> like I have no strings to pull, my guy. Like I'm so sorry. <laughs> but You're like uh, I heard the Veggie Fiesta episode. I know you know Dr. Uribe and Nidia. Yeah. Let them know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Talk to them. Here's my mixtape. Please give it to her. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh my gosh! And shout out to Nidia because she couldn't be here tonight. And yes. like Dr. Ribe was saying. She's spearheading, you know, 
what is Jambuzi? They've experienced it before. So they had the ins and outs on what, you know, they had to do. They went into full autopilot mode, Jambuzi mode. Yes, no, definitely. She's being amazing. And actually, so we have two people that are on our side, Laddell Main Street side. We have a little committee. Let me clarify this because I think a lot of people think, don't know what happens behind uh, doors. So we do have a little committee from Laddell Main Street and that's Nidia and Victor Garcia, who is uh, one of our board members. They are the chairs of the committee. And then we, since we are partnering with Mile One and Cultura, they are part of the committee. So Mile One has uh, Cesar Hernandez, who is the director, and Cultura has Valerie and Chris Contreras that are the owners or some or the socios of Cultura. Mm-hmm. And we together, <laughs> as a group, we make decisions about Jambuzi, right? So, so we say, okay, this is what we would like it to be. And they say, this is what we would like it to be mm-hmm. as well. So, and that's how we end up with the lineup end up with the mix of people <laughs> we end up with a lot of the elements that we have for the festival and of course i mean victor garcia and nidia robles who is our assistant director they have done jambuzi before this is mm-hmm. my first jambuzi and of course they know a lot more about what goes behind and like you said they are in jambuzi mode <laughs> <laughs> like they have gone everything it's a collaborative effort especially for something like you said this big i wonder what the size of the teams were before eight blocks that's a lot it oh yes a lot. that's a lot and that's a lot of stages and that's a lot of people like hi that must have been like a lot i of hope teams, i hope it least. was a big team if somebody was out there doing it by themselves yes no Ooh. definitely a lot of power teams. to you yes yes <laughs> and a lot of like main street staff working the festival like all kinds of things and like they they spend a lot of time and that was a lot of money let me tell you (laughs) (laughs) you're like i've seen the statements that was a lot of money exactly i've seen (laughs) the statement i've seen the the, i i have the binder in my (laughs) office and that was a lot of money and that's the other thing right like we as as an organization we look for the sponsors we have to apply for the grants. Mm-hmm. We have to convince X, Y, Z person. We apply for grants from the city, from Webb County. So they help us, but it's a grant. It's not like, you're my compadre. Okay. <laughs> Here's money. <laughs> Me caen bien. El cumpleaños. Exacto, el cumpleaños. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. That doesn't happen like that, right? We have to, to write a grant. We have to showcase why this is an important event. What are goals? What are some mission? Mm-hmm. I mean, what's the mission of the, of the festival? And, I mean, everything that is written down. Like we have a document, right? So all these things people don't see. And when they see, oh, they just get money because the city favors them. Or they just get money because, I don't know, oh, this is a city event. And we're like, it's 
excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> this is a non-profit organization trying to bring an event to the downtown area because that's our goal, our mission, and that's what we And that's something I feel like should for. be definitely stated one more time for the people in the back because that's <laughs> something they assume immediately that it's Always. just something that's provided by the city. Therefore, they get it's easier to get mad because it's easier to get mad at at the guy who's on top, you know, trying to run our city. And they're like, oh, I don't like it. But then they just blame their they they transfer that anger to the wrong people right. instead of, you know. Yes. But exactly. oh my God, it's you guys do all the work. We the city's do. just there to be like, yeah, here's your allowance. Yes. Do it, something. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, here's your allowance after we saw your application. Yeah. Right? Like this is your allowance after we evaluated that you have the elements to actually make this happen. Mm -hmm. Right. That's a good outline because I think that's like how Kevin, you were saying, common misconception in the city. So for somebody who's involved in the nonprofit world, because I want to say Laredo Main Street has been the the first nonprofit we've interviewed. So that's something good to outline, right? Is that there is that due process. There uh -huh. is that part where even if you are part of the city or to some branch of it, you still have to go through the you know, proper procedures of applying for the this channels money. and everything, the exactly. paperwork, Thank the you. bureaucracy behind everything. Yes. Yes. Todas esas cosas. And that can make things not only long, but sometimes frustrating and hard. Yes. And also, I mean, there's no, no warranty, right? Like there's no, oh yes, we're going to get this money next year because I mean, God knows, right? Like they change their ideas, perspectives, Uh, they decide not to fund us. And here we go, <laughs> right? <laughs> and Boosie goes out the window. So, I mean, I really want to highlight our sponsors because they uh, also sponsor our band, Saludos Brewing Company. Yeah, we love them. Shout, Shout them out. out. Shout them out. They are a small new business in town. They're making everything possible for their new business. And they decided to... Uh, Sponsor Jambuzi. So I, I thought, oh my gosh, that's amazing, right? We had, uh, of course, the big the big people, the big money people, <laughs> <laughs> like Ueta, who also has been uh, our sponsor for many, many years. And But I mean, they are a lot more established. And of course they need, uh, like, it's great for them to have their name recognized and people actually understanding what their business is, which is, uh, I mean, they are uh, uh, duty-free and people use their services, right? Mm -hmm. And also we have IBC Bank that are big supporters of community. They also sponsor Veggie Fiesta. And we have um, Falcon Bank that also supported us. <laughs> and I'm thinking if I miss Drucker Law Firm, I think it's Drucker Gonzalez. I think it's Drucker Gonzalez Law Firm. And I'm going to take the opportunity. And then we have our small businesses. We had a sponsorship from uh, Queen Nails, which is a nail salon. Oh. And they put their money on us. So I'm like, So grateful. Yeah. Because we need their money. So thank you so much for our sponsors. Shout out to them. Yay. <laughs> Shout out to the sponsors. Yeah. Well, I mean, we got, we went through the sponsors. We went through the artists. ¿Qué más los faltó? The vendors, the food vendors and oh vendors. God, yes. yes. Who so, can they expect there? So, you know, Cultura has, it's a, a small um, food truck park. 
they have their own food trucks. They have um, a burger place. Happy Burger. Happy Burger, yes. Mm -hmm. Happy Burger yeah. is going to be there. They have their other food vendors that they already... Okay. Are the usual the ones going to be there? The usual there. ones are going to be there, but they, we okay. also have other people that are going to be selling enchiladas, tacos, maíz, corn, ah. roasted corn, ah, espiro papa. Espiro oh. <laughs> papa? I'm so... Oh I was already going to go, right? But I mean like espiro papa. <laughs> You're like, we have to work that day? But yes, you can have espiro papa. <laughs> Bro, I'm going to have a mic on one hand, espiro papa in the other. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, who... who I, I mean, I love the corn. Corn is my thing. For, yes. I mean, I love it. And of course, tacos and chilas. Who, who doesn't like those things? So, um, todo lo bueno. <laughs> todo lo bueno. And then we have... Um, ya tengo hambre. I know. <laughs> I know. We're going to have aguas frescas too. Ooh. Yes. So, but this year, that's another overwhelming moment for us at Jambusi. That a lot of vendors, a lot of people offering to become part of our vendors. And we only had a space for eight people. So we have to choose very carefully. Mm -hmm. right. And it's, it's, it's really, that's very hard because I mean, we want to open it to everybody, but the space is limited. We don't have eight blocks like we used to have. <laughs> so we we're very limited with space, but and I think it's going to be great. Even if it's small, it's going to be really fun and people are going to have a great time. It sounds very intentional. Definitely. So everything seems like it, it was curated, you know, to, to fit the theme, the event. Yeah. Yes. I mean, something new. Yeah. So I'm excited for that because I'm a sucker for any <laughs> festival that has like bomb food. So that's what I'm waiting for. Plus, of course, uh, you know, supporting my friends who are musicians, but they know I have to, they have to wait until I get like a nice corn in the hand, speedo pop on the other one, and then I can watch them. Yes, definitely. <laughs> a good um, excuse to dust off the hat. Yes. Ooh, definitely. that's true too. We got to get our, get our Tejano attire going on. Cowboys, Western, Western urban cowboys, whatever kind of cowboy you Kick are. fit. Exactly. I don't have a cowboy hat. Or boots. Bueno, tienes... Tres días. Exacto. Tengo que ir a buscar algo, pero en el centro siempre hay algo. Eso sí. Quiero ir al centro a buscarme un outfit. You will definitely find one there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The 999 yeah. shoes, you already know. Yeah. We have all the shoes, all kinds, all year round. Yes. We also have Viva Boutique. Viva Boutique. <laughs> Shout out Maritza. Yes. We had her on the last episode. So if you haven't tuned into that, please do so. And her store is definitely a great place to go find your Western needs. Yes. Yes. Very shiny, very... I went into a deep dive after that episode and I'm just, like, amazed how, like, shiny the stuff that she sells <laughs> and it's wild. And then she had a nice little video and it's in relation to, you know, Jambuzi. She's giving, like, a nice little curated fit. They're like, why not wear this? And it's, like, a nice dress. There's some that are just jeans and stuff and the boots are just, like, to die for. Yes, so. I know. I saw it. And then I saw someone... Uh, showing red boots and I'm like, oh, that's the, 
That's the kind of shoes I want to wear for Jacuzzi. Polish up those hair boots of yours. Yes. Que las quieren ver. Ya sé que las quieren ver. Las queremos ver. Claro que sí. Get trying to polish those like real quick. They might make an appearance, but I'm very excited. Vamos a andar de fashion police los tres. We're going to be on the mic. Dr. Diva, come here. We got to rate these outfits real quick. I'm excited. It's going to be a great, great time. Yeah. Anything else that we should let the listeners know? So this is going to be a special little episode that's going to drop. Um, our first, you know, pre to an event. Mm -hmm. Usually when we do live events, as you know, we just pop in, say hi. But this time we're letting the listeners get ahead on getting tickets, situating themselves on who's going to be there, what time they're arriving, the parking situation, all of that. Oh, we, we haven't even talked about that. Let, let, well, let them know. Let's talk about parking because parking is a big uh, thing. So there are like, so if you go to our um, Laredo Main Street feed, you're going to find a post where we highlight all the parking places. So there's a lot of street parking mm -hmm. on the area. I think it's free after 6 p.m., but you want to be early. <laughs> you want to be there early. And then there are several parking lots that are, that they charge uh, a fee, like $3 per hour or $2 per hour or two. Yes. And then El Metro is going to be op also open and people can use it. They, they are going to charge a fee as well, but I mean, it, it's very safe. Um, is that specifically because of the Jambuzi or is that always yes, thing? Yes, it's also because of Jambuzi. Nice. Yes, they are opening the, like, they are allowing us to be there. Of course, the street parking and all the uh, the street, the parking lots from the city, they might be open for that day as well. Okay, like we've been saying, a big collaborative community event. So any other questions, definitely hit them up on their Instagram They can guide you with anything you might. Yeah, so that's need. about parking. And then let me tell you. Uh, real quick as well, if you look at the little uh, uh, image they have there, if you're expecting to be able to park like right in front of my one, that's where the vendors are going to be at. That's where basically you can get your beer tickets and stuff. So don't expect to be able to park there. You're going to have to literally park on the streets. Yes. Um, and specifically, uh, there's going to be a street closure. Um basically where people pull up through Victoria Street, turning into uh, Cultura. So that's basically where the stage is going to be at and the entrance is on the other side. So that whole little block there is literally just dedicated uh, to Jambuzi 2023. So make plans, do go early to park close. If you're a stickler like me, you'll go like an hour maybe in advance <laughs> to get like a good parking spot. Because if you're going to be having boots, unless you're not breaking them in, <laughs> you don't want to be walking so much. That's for sure. Yes, definitely. Yes. And also uh, there's limit, lim limited seating. So if you want to sit down, you might be there early as mm -hmm. well. Because there's not going to be a lot of seating spaces. So just FYI, <laughs> because this is for you to be dancing. Nos queremos en la pista. We want you on the dance floor. Exactly. It's definitely going to be a pachanga for yeah. sure. Yes. But if you want parking and seating, it's one of those the early bird gets the early worm. Yes, definitely. And the event's going to be from 5 to 1 a.m. 
5 to 1 a.m. Yes, 1 a.m. Um, it's going to be so exciting. <laughs> I am so excited. And I um, uh, and also if you, I mean, if you contact us on Facebook, we are trying to answer every single question that we get. I'm, I am in charge of that. So <laughs> I've been using my Facebook a lot these weeks. This last your two weeks. usage percentage is going to be huge. Yes, you're yes. on it so much yeah. this week. And a little nice little tidbit for everyone who wants to know where you guys can buy your tickets in advance. Oh, that will be Laredo Main Street. That's at one thousand Zaragoza Suite one hundred seven. Uh, go to your local brewery here in Saludos, right mm -hmm. on McPherson, uh, forty eight twenty McPherson Road. You can get your get a beer while you're at it, <laughs> while you're getting your tickets, so you can pregame way in advance if you want to. There, <laughs> get the flavors <laughs> of the weekend. I guess yeah, I uh, you can also go to Falcon Bank. That's on one hundred five eleven uh, McPherson Road. All of the Weta duty free locations. You can go there as well, which is what I would recommend because they have extended hours. So some of those locations close at eight p.m. Mm -hmm. And they are also open during the weekend. Especially Sunday from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m., which is very crucial. Well, it was crucial. It was crucial last week. <laughs> yes. True. My bad. <laughs> and then we got, of course, the outlet shops uh, on the main office at the first floor and the RNS uh, drive-through at on uh, 3001 East Saunders as well. So that's where you can go get your uh, tickets. If you missed any of that information, trying to write it down, just literally go back a few seconds. <laughs> Yes, and also this information is on our social media, um, on Facebook, on Instagram. We're being like we have been sharing all this uh, information so people can go back to our feed and find it. Uh, or again, I mean, a lot of questions that I have on the chat is where can I buy my ticket? So I post. I have my already. <laughs> you got to prep that. Yeah, like, I have yeah. my prep. Yes, I have my little um, speech already prepared. Like, here <laughs> Just copy and pasting it. Here yeah. you go, fam. Here's your answer. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, pre-sale tickets sell for $10. Uh, that way you don't have to pay 15 at the entrance unless you're willing Spend to pay that extra. extra five on the spiru papa <laughs> or the corn. Save that five bucks. <laughs> the beer. Get the beer. Oh yeah, my God, so to true. the beer. So Saludos looks like they're going to be having a lot of cans. So they'll have the Tex-Mex, the American. Looks like the Huerita is going to be canned as well. So be ready for that. If you haven't had a chance to try them, like Kevin said, pregame before. Go buy your ticket. Try the different flavors. Arrive that day knowing what you want. That way it'll be a quick grab at the line because it will probably be insane. Yep. Yes. Who doesn't want a good beer, especially from uh, someone local here? Another cool thing, if you are coming from out of town yes. or if you got family members coming from out of town and you don't have enough space for them, literally go to La Posada. They're having a nice little uh, uh, little package there, if you want to call it. Special it's, rate. Yes. A special rate, which I think is an amazing price. Especially for La Posada. Exactly. Especially for La Posada. So they are doing the night for $95 plus taxes. She. But, but they are including... Breakfast for two people, which I mean, I don't know if you've ever tried La Posada 
food but it's delicious it is. it's really good that Saragossa girl mm. <laughs> yes amazing the few events that we've had there Dr. Ribe I love all the food all the time I'm like oh, give me more yeah. it's so good yes. I was literally having that for like two months during the summer <laughs> wedding after wedding oh no 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 that was like because of a production that we were doing ah. <laughs> so they were like here's 15 bucks every single day I'm like yes that's Saragossa <laughs> yeah. girl every day <laughs> exactly and you don't get tired you don't get tired because they they do such a good job. So. It's such a good menu too that they have. Like mm-hmm. I'm a sucker for their chips and salsa. I know it's such a like a basic little <laughs> snack to have, but it's botana. <laughs> Just have that after a long shift. I'm Ooh. not yucking your yum. Let's see. Ahí están todos los detallitos. That's all the details for y'all. Anything else, Dr. Uribe, that they should know? Well, maybe they should know that. Again, there's going to be three stages. That each stage is going to have different musicians at different times. Um, that they should go early. That there's going to be street parking and some parking lots available. Uh, that we are super excited. $10 pre-sale mm-hmm. and $15 at the door. Super excited to have everybody there. And thank you so much, guys, for helping promote this event, helping be part of the Jambusi. We are so excited to have you. I mean, you did an amazing, beautiful job with our veggie fiesta. We really appreciate everything you did. So I'm super excited about this, this podcast. And also thank you for having me because I love the microphone. <laughs> the microphone <laughs> loves you. And I can be talking forever. <laughs> but yes, Evan, it's always a blast to talk to you as well. And, you know, working together to uplift these events in the community that we know how much work goes behind and also just getting to meet our community. And yeah. we will be out there. So if you find us on the mics, the orange and red mic, it'll be Kevin and I in our boot scooting outfits, ready to chit chat (laughs) with all of y'all out there visiting for Jambuzi. And we're definitely going to hit up some of the bands, some of the vendors there. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. And I'm just completely excited for it. Nos vemos. Nos vemos. Adios. Gracias.